Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts. Especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributor. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Good morning, friends. I'm a little out of practice, uh, so I feel a little wobbly, maybe like that Jenga tower today. But uh, Spirit, would you let be said what needs to be said, and would you let be heard what needs to be heard? My name is Martha, and I am a pilgrim. I think it says a note about that in the bulletin, um, that my the th most recent ministry experience I had was in Spain, volunteering at an albergue for pilgrims along the Camino de Santiago. That will come up later. But I'm a pilgrim in the middle of a journey, as I believe we all are, and we each, each and all together. And I love being able to gather in a place uh, with you all here this morning. It's an honor. It's a privilege. Um, and, and even in these first moments and bits of time that I've spent with uh, people from among you, parts of this congregation, it's a beautiful thing to see people who so faithfully follow God, so earnestly and faithfully so thank you for this opportunity. Uh, I wonder if you remember the first time that you held a baby. If you could think about that for a minute. Maybe it was a younger sibling, so it might be pre-verbal pre memory for you, um, or a cousin, or a neighbor. Um, maybe you were a teenager or a young adult before you held a baby or before you were cognizant of it, someone handed you a thing and... <laughs> what now? Um, maybe there's a picture in the family photo album of uh, someone holding you, or of you holding someone else. Uh, for me, it was... There's a picture of my older brother. He's about three or four, and I'm about six months or a year and he has the most smug look on his face, and, and I'm gazing at him adoringly, <laughs> which years later still feels very true. And perhaps then uh, you've been blessed in your journey to have a child of your own, to be handed your firstborn. What was that like? The, the weight in your arms the wobbliness. 
when we're small, I'm sure um, whether it was you or another child you assisted, they were probably seated on something soft. They were probably surrounded by pillows. Just take a moment and, and think of that feeling. Will I break it? I can't, I mustn't. It can't, and it's wobbly. There's something tremulous and tender in that moment of something alive and vibrant. The risks get a lot higher when you're holding a baby than when you're playing in the yard. We'll come back to this thought in a minute. I had a hard time figuring out what to say today, what message to bring, mainly because in the last couple of years, um, as soon as a minister of the word prepares a sermon, something in our recent administration, uh, the news cycle will, two or three or more horrendous things will happen between the writing and the bringing. So something gets rewritten or a truer word is necessary. So I went to the lectionary, the uh, center of all these denominations who follow God, this three-year uh, cycle of which texts will be read on which Sunday, set, established decades ago. And often in my pastoral ministry, when I felt lost, I've gone to the lectionary, and what seem like a smattering of texts will have a perfect necessary word for that day. The spirit is in what was prepared years ago. And so I checked today's texts, and there were a couple of sparks, but nothing that really took root or bloomed into a garden of thought. And then I realized that this week is Thanksgiving, which we just sang about at length. So I looked at the Thanksgiving texts, and I will read three of them. I felt like spirit was in these texts. Once again, I will read three of them in a row because they bring a, con a concise message, a coherent message. I'll be reading from Joel 2, verses 21 through 27, and then Psalm 126, and then Matthew 6, 24 through 34. And in this season of Thanksgiving, uh, which might appear needs to only be a time of gratitude. I would contend that Thanksgiving also provides space for lament, for reflection. And so here in these texts uh, with me, the juxtaposition of desolation and abundance. 
Joel 2, Psalm 126, and Matthew 6. Forget your fear, my beloved land. Side note, in the New Revised Standard, it says, do not be afraid, O soil. (laughs) Forget your fear, my beloved land. Rejoice and be glad, for Yahweh has done great things. Forget your fear, you beasts in the field. The wilderness pastures will once again be carpeted in green. Trees will bear fruit again, and the fig and the vine will give you their full yield. Rejoice, children of Zion, rejoice. Be glad in Yahweh your God, who sends you rain, the autumn and spring rains as of old, and a new spring crop. The threshing floors will be heaped with grain. The vats will overflow with new wine and oil. I will repay you for the years that were eaten away by the locust swarm, the winged locust, the scavenger locust, and the bark-stripping locust. Side note, who knew there were so many types of locusts? (laughs) And And they kept coming, wave after wave of locusts. The locusts swarm, my great army which I sent against you. You will eat your fill and be satisfied, and praise the name of Yahweh your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. My people will never again be put to shame. You will know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I, Yahweh, am your God, and there is no other. My people will never again be put to shame. When Yahweh brought us captives back to Zion, we thought we were dreaming. Our mouths were filled with laughter then, our tongues with songs of joy. And from the nations we heard, their God has done great things for them. Yes, Yahweh has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Now, set our captive hearts free, Yahweh. Make them like the streams in the driest desert. Then those who now sow in tears will reap with shouts of joy. Those who go out weeping as they carry their seed for sowing will come back with shouts of joy as they carry their harvest home. No one can serve two superiors. You will either hate one and love the other or be attentive to one and despise the other. You cannot give yourself to both God and money. That's why I tell you not to worry about your livelihood, what you are to eat or drink or use for clothing. Isn't life more than just food? Isn't the body more than just clothes? Look at the birds in the sky. They don't sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet our God in heaven feeds them. Aren't you more important than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add a moment to your lifespan? And why be anxious about clothing? Learn a lesson from the way the wildflowers grow. They don't work, they don't spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in full splendor was arrayed like one of these. If God can clothe in such splendor the grasses of the field, which bloom today and are thrown on the fire tomorrow, won't God do so much more for you? even when you have so little faith. Stop worrying then over questions such as, what are we to eat or what are we to drink or what are we to wear? 
Those without faith are always running after these things. God knows everything you need. Seek first God's reign and God's justice, and all these things will be given to you besides. Enough of worrying about tomorrow. Let tomorrow take care of itself. Today has troubles enough of its own. I mentioned at the beginning that I'm a pilgrim. I've done a lot of walking in the last few months and years. So both literally and uh, metaphorically, I believe we're all pilgrims, whether we are walking on our feet or journeying day by day. One of the things that I learned as I walked was that you can't worry about tomorrow. You can't worry about anything other than what's right in front of you. And I found that there was always enough. There was always enough food, enough water, enough friendship. There was something provided before I knew to ask for it, before I knew I needed it. And I found that it's been very hard to keep that mentality now that I'm no longer walking every day, all day. When I'm in this routine of this life, the routine blinds me to the way that God provides. Whether it's enough food, enough water, enough companionship, enough hope. And when I read these texts, I hear, yes, there's a time to be joyful and filled with gratitude, songs of praise. But more often than not, my eyes are blind to the way God is at work. And I often wonder, can, can God do this fill-in-the-blank thing again? Can God show up again, move mightily again, gather us, lead us, heal us? So maybe you this week are in a place of readiness to sing songs of gratitude and joy. And maybe you're in a place of, how is it already winter? Where are the leaves going? Is this the last sunny day? I know both. I know the worry. Is this the last sunny day? And I believe that the word of the Lord is real. And that if it's not all right yet, if things aren't all put right, then we're still in the middle, still in the middle of the story. As I walked in Spain, I got to uh, stop in a number of churches, cathedrals and iglesias, tiny chapels and huge buildings. And I saw a lot of religious art, a lot of Mary holding Jesus, Mary standing on the moon, Mary as queen of heaven, Mary as uh, the virgin, Mary holding the baby. And then I started to notice these sculptures or paintings of a man holding a baby. And uh, 
as befits the artistic style of the 13th, 14th, 15th century, is it's very like, you know, it's not the, the tired parent in the grocery store with a hip out and like the sack of potatoes baby. They don't make art about that. <laughs> but it's, it's very like, yeah, laws of physics unsound. <laughs> like, like the baby's a bouquet of flowers. So anyway, by the like second or third time that I saw a man holding a baby, I thought, who's this guy? I was raised evangelical. I don't know anything about saints. Uh, finally, I looked at a card or I asked someone, and they said, that's St. Joseph. I have a master's in divinity, and I wouldn't have figured that out. Thank you. <laughs> um, but then I started to notice that, the image of Joseph holding this baby in different places. And when I came home from Spain, I looked that up, and I was like, what is Joseph the saint of, St. Joseph? And he's the patron saint of craftspeople, work, workers, and a number of other things, including doubters. And I said, Joseph, you're my guy. If you can hold doubt like a baby, both tremulous and tender, what is this mystery? What is this chaos that's been foisted upon me? And yet the tenderness and love of a parent who raised this baby boy into adulthood, or as long as Joseph was alive, as faithfully and earnestly as he could. So my question for you today, or query for our time, is what is in your hands? What have you been handed? Is it doubt and grief? Is it joy and gift? Is it mystery? On November 18th, a sunny day in a full house, what is in your hands and how will you carry it? And how can we do that together? Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We're really happy that so many of you are finding it to be helpful and as a way to stay connected with what's going on with us here at West Hills Friends. If you'd like to stay connected with us in other ways, we have a couple options for you. You can check out our website. It's westhillsfriends.org. There you'll find some more information about who we are as a community. You can also follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook account by just searching for West Hills Friends. You can also follow us on Instagram. We have a Instagram account with the name West Hills Friends. So we hope that you'll get connected with us in other ways. And again, thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast.